Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have the statue, or the angel statue. A variation of the clown statue, which is an invariably a version based off of an older urban legend called the babysitter and the man upstairs. So just the statue. Yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. Or um, a guy in a statue suit. Yeah. Um, it's like a living statue. Yeah. Or it's more like Mario when he turns into the oh the statue. Yeah, the, the with the uh, not the is the tanuki. It's tanuki, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, we're at the raccoon feather. And anyway, what <laughs> <laughs> uh, about that? Yeah. Um, so this uh, the statue is on creepboss.wiki. Um, it was posted by Handsome Chris. However, I'm not like. It, You're not the entirely story, certain the story that he's itself, handsome? Well, the story itself, actually, he says on his, uh, I actually looked up his, uh, his, his little entry, is like, uh, my name my name's Handsome Chris, not because I'm handsome, but because that's my my poster name. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, but anyway, um, this, ver- this story, it was, it may have been written by him, it may have been just posted by him, but regardless, this is just a ver- uh, one of many versions of a sto- of an older story. Mm-hmm. Um, that we're going to look at, um, as well as the story at hand. So the statue, as told on Wiki, go check it out. It's like literally two or three paragraphs, not even. Um, is about a babysitter um, watching over some kids because the parents want to get uh, have a have a, a night on the town. Yep. Um, everything goes fine. She uh, there's nothing really to do because the ba- kids are already in the in asleep. So she just wants to watch some TV, but they don't have cable TV except for upstairs in there in the parents' room. So she go uh, she go uh, she goes to call the parents to get permission, um, and they're totally fine with it. Yeah, just go like watch TV there, and then she comments is like, also, uh, is it before I go in there? Uh, do you mind if I like put a blanket or a sheet over the the, the angel statue that's outside the window? Because it's kind of really creeping me out and disturbing. And, I, and then there was some silence. Is like. Get the kids. Get out. We don't have a creepy. We don't have a creepy angel statue. And then, three minutes after the call, they were dead. <laughs> or the police arrived. They were found they, dead. They were found dead. Yeah. Or they were dead within three minutes of the call, and the police when the by the time the police arrived, it's the police arrived. We'll get, in three, we'll get in that. The police arrived in three minutes, and they were dead at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Within um, three minutes. So yeah. it took less than three minutes for them to be in the. Pools of blood. Yes, for them to be found in pools of, pools blood. of blood. Yeah, and much less statue... time to actually make the pools of blood happen. Yes, yeah. and the angel statue was nowhere to be seen. Of course. Mm-hmm. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> so yeah, it's a really short creepypasta. However, it is like I mentioned, stems from an older story, um, uh, an urban legend, um, the babysitter and the man upstairs. It has multiple iterations. Chances are you've heard of either a film that's taken the story. Or you've heard of the story itself in one of its iterations. Usually it's the, no, the caller's coming from inside the house. Like, it's yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the babysitter watching some kids. Creepy guy's already in the house. 
um, kills the kill either either kills them or they escape. There's multiple iterations. Literally, there are a bu- there's a bunch of different versions of the story where the kids survive, the parents sur- uh, the mm-hmm. kids survive, the, the the kids survive, but the, the babysitter dies. The babysitter survives, but the kids are dead. Blah, blah, blah. It goes on and on and on. It stems from a urban legend that's uh, came out in out of the uh, 1960s, 50s. 1950, to be exact. Uh, dates back to the 1960s. <laughs> but the historical crime... The historical crime came oh, out of the 50s. Yeah, the story, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay, fine. Um, uh, and I'll get into that. You, know, you can check it out on the wiki page, uh, The Babysitter and the Man Upstairs. Um, it's urban legend, 60s. Uh, basically the same premise. Teenager uh, is babysitting some kids, receives a bunch of phone calls of a man, continue asking him to check the children. And it's the basis for a bunch of movies that came out in the 70s and on, like Foster's Release, uh, The Sitter, When a Stranger Calls, When a Stranger Calls Back, uh, the uh, the 2006 When a Stranger Calls. Um, Amusement is the one that actually has the um, has the man or the, the, the killer be the statue or some kind of doll. Because um, in a... Uh, much like, the, like I said, this one has like the angel statue. Well, the other idea is that it's a creepy clown doll or something like that, like a life-size creepy clown doll, I guess. Yeah, it's a life-size creepy clown doll because it it ends up that the clown doll becomes the guy. Like that's why yeah. it's moving. It's because it's actually just a guy in a clown suit. Yeah, and oh, every yeah. time yeah. And like, they're in a different spot, he's just freezes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Not, and I mean, no. I guess it's because it's dark. And, he's like, a killer, really mind. It's killer yeah. mind. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, the historical crime based on this is from the 50s. Um, and I'm not going to go into full details again. You can check it out on uh, the wiki page. But it was in Missouri, and um, basically a 13-year-old Janet Christman was babysitting, and um, somebody broke into the house. Uh, like there was no. a, Somebody broke a window to make it look like they... What? Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, the the thirteen uh, year old is um, babysitting the three year old. The parents leave. Um, the the kid gets put to to bed, I guess. And then um, what probably happened was she invited someone over mm-hmm. and let yeah. them in the front door. And then that person did that killed. But uh, who broke that window then? After the the guy came in and killed people and did his business, he went outside, got the hose and broke it. Oh, to make it look to right, fake yeah. it, yeah. Um, and then fortunately, like, the their suspect was never like they had a suspect for who did it, <clears throat> yeah. but they were never charged. Like they were found um, innocent. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So the story basically, oh, because he passed a lie detector and he, I guess had an alibi. I don't even know. If it said, I don't think it said they had an alibi or anything like that. But it did like pass the the lying test and like. He got cleared for in court, and basically this murder rape se- sequence never got resolved. Yeah. So it's again creepy in its own right because oh creepy shit. Yeah. Like real world creepiness, and then in the '60s it started spawning multiple urban legends. Like basically, kids started telling the same like the, that kind of story uh, at campfires or at like busy while hanging out and stuff, and it just basically word of mouth copy and paste. Yeah. Um, all the way to. The creepypasta age, um, and in fact, the first variation on the list because there's multiple variations. Um, like again, the killer, um, like where like the killer is already in the house and like calling them to check the kids because the kids are already dead to get her, and she just nopes out of there, and then the police find out that the kids were killed and stuff. 
and that the killer was just waiting for her to check the kids. That's what your actual urban legend is at yeah. the top of that uh, that page there. Yeah, and then there's the creepypasta version, which is that the guy dressed up as a either a clown statue. Or that's clown. actually a movie version. Oh, that's a movie version. Okay. Um, the creepypasta is actually down yeah. in the variants. Like it's yeah, no, it's the first the one, isn't it? No, in some tellings, we consider the the one that we read. Yeah. Oh, is, is it actually, in the, is actually in the variants? Oh, shit. Okay, cool. Here it is. There's also a version in which the babysitter calls the parents to ask if she can watch the TV in their room. After the father gives her permission, she asks if she can cover up the statue of the angel that they have in the garden because she is scared of it. The father then says to her to take the kids, call the police, and leave the house immediately as they do not have a statue in the garden. When the police arrive, the girl and the children are dead, and the angel is gone. See, I like that one because it actually gives you details of where exactly that statue yeah. is. Like, in the, mm-hmm. uh, we'll get into that in the story in our actual. Like, we're going to, we're going to analyze or at least critically be, be critically silly looking at the um, the story that we were read that we read for this story this episode. But yeah, it's a pretty prolific urban legend. Like, it's even I mean, how like uh, even like scary stories to tell in the dark um, series of books even did one which. Like that was a classic, like horror story, like series that uh, from like my childhood. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's been done a lot. Um, classic urban legend, classic spooky story, and we're going to tackle the two or three paragraph long story of it on the Creepypasta wiki site. So, just start off with my grammar Nazisms, and here's the quote. Uh, when the babysitter arrived, the two children were already asl- fast asleep in bed. So the babysitter just got to sit around and make sure everything was okay with the children. Okay, so even I noticed the uh, so right at the like right at the start of the, the sentence, and I was like, uh, and how it doesn't really need to be there right at the beginning of the sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, You're infecting it. I know. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> You're infecting me with good grammar. No. Um, also, maybe just had to sit around, not got. God just doesn't sound right to me. Like, it's, um, so the babysitter just got to sit around and yeah. make sure. The, it works so the for babysitter me. had to sit she around. She didn't have to sit around. She, because the kids were already in bed. Just, yeah. me off. Because the kids were already in bed, she got the ability to just hang out. I understand. She acquired the ability to do nothing because the kids were already in bed. She yeah, didn't have to do nothing. I just didn't like the got. Like it, it It's proper in, in my eyes. All right, well, different people then. Yes. Um, that's my notes. Right, that's my, uh, my, my grammar notes. Well, there's another so that begins the sentence. Oh, no. In the second paragraph. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. And it doesn't translate to the third paragraph. Because there's really not much in the third paragraph that yeah. even constitutes a paragraph. It's two sentences long. So, but, uh, yeah. so she called them and asked them if she could watch cable in the parents' room. Parents? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just the so. Oh, did you just start a sentence with so? Yeah. In real life. That's what it... Uh, no, I'm saying you, yourself, after so, you said that, you're like, so... This is dialogue. Dialogue really? is safe. Really? Yes. 
if you yeah. say so. It, uh, it's Damn it. Mm. The, only time you're, the only time you're exempt from it in writing is if you're in quotes with dialogue or if you're literally transcribing somebody telling a story. Or if you're on recording. Or if you're on... Well, <laughs> again, that's an audio yeah. aid, not a written aid. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, Lovecraft did, like, uh, like well, I mean, not, not just Lovecraft, but um, the one that stems out for me uh, with that kind of stuff is uh, um, Lovecraft tried to basically write a story in a yokel, um, like, yokel dialect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it has, like, you, you would hate it, probably, because it's, it's, it's all a story being written. But it's done in, like, a, a yokel drawl from, like, backwards. It's like if you were telling me a story. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But it's a written piece. Yeah. So. Right. so that's that my grammar Nazi. Okay. Yeah, you found one. I, I found, found one. I got one, too. <laughs> actually, right. you found two, technically, but he got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah technically. So, so I'm winning. Yes. Didn't realize this was a competition, but okay. It always is. You always seem to get less than us, so I mean... Wow. I mean, the facts speak for themselves. (laughs) (laughs) But is it better to be blissfully ignorant or knowledgeable and driven into insanity? I don't know. Leave us a comment. (laughs) Let us know which you think is better. (laughs) Okay, but mine is... um, Essentially, there's, like, a tiny sentence that could just be blended into the next one better. It's, um... The quote is... Well, I'm gonna continue midway through, but... It's uh, about them going on a night on the town, period, then... They called their most trusted babysitter, period. When the babysitter arrived, comma, and it continues. Yeah. I feel like it would have been easier if you just connected to... Night on the town, period. They called their most trusted babysitter, and when the babysitter arrived, comma, continue the sentence. Yeah, that yep. would probably would have been better. Because, like... Yep. That middle sentence is just, they called their most trusted babysitter. It's too tiny. Yeah, we had that happen, like, last time we did a... Or, I think it was either Wolf Creek or, um... uh, Wolfman Creek or the Bunny thing or something like that, where it was just, like, too... No, it wasn't the Bunny Man. Uh, Where it was, like, we were were picking that as, like, where there's too many periods, like, where they should have just, like, combined two really short sentences. Yeah, where most of the time it's a whole bunch of commas or giant sentences. Yeah. That one was a whole bunch of tiny sentences. I actually have another run-on sentence, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, It's just, it also, uh, on top of being a grammar Nazisms, it's also my first thought. (laughs) Or uh, also I had had an actual thought with it. Well, that sounds like it's a good segue for you to continue. Unless you... Fine. You're just continuing with this. If you were to move the so from one of the other sentences it has at the beginning Mm -hmm. and put it in there... To combine it, it becomes, they called their most trusted babysitter, so when the babysitter arrived, the two children were already fast asleep in bed. Well, bam! I would say those are awesome parents, they're just calling a babysitter so that the babysitter can do nothing. Yeah. yeah. And, and get, in and which, get money. In yeah. which case, if they're already in bed, why does she phone them? To ask if she can watch TV because she would have figured that out beforehand. Because it's going into someone else's bedroom to watch TV. Yeah. Like I think they yeah. don't want because the living room does not have cable. Yeah. So she's being nice and being. Can I use the TV in your bedroom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's something that you would consider asking before, because I mean. The kids are already asleep. And they're aware that the TV downstairs doesn't have cable because the parents don't want them watching garbage. And this is their quote-unquote most most trusted babysitter. Yeah. So you, you think you think that she's 
done that a few times so she knows yeah. there's potentially no cable downstairs. Yeah. She probably would have asked permission <laughs> previously to use the one in the bedroom. Yeah. That, there's our plot hole. Yep. Yeah. Big plot hole right there. All right. So uh, that's it for your grammar analysis of all those? Yes. Okay. Then we'll go into my grammar analysis slash actual thought because uh, with this paragraph. So, of course, the parents said yeah, uh, it was okay, but the babysitter had one final request. She asked if she could cover up the angel statue outside the bedroom window with a blanket or cloth because it made her nervous. So first off, it was kind of a run-on sentence. That's one sentence? Yeah. Then it's was, not kind of, it is. That's yeah, very there was, com- there was uh, of course, comma, the parents were okay with it, comma, um, blah, 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 the uh, one final request, dot, dot, dot. She asked if she could uh, um, blanket or cloth, comma, because it made her nervous, dot. Yeah. Three commas and ellipses. Yeah. Um, so that was my first thing about this, is that run out of sentence. Second, is the angel statue outside? Like, yes. Like, yes. 100% on a, roof, outside. on a roof segment or something? It, like, it could be curtains? <laughs> like, if you're, if you're nervous about it? <laughs> for, it would be my first reaction. Um, I, yeah, I, like, obviously, like, and then, like, it sound it sounded like it was, it was outside... But it also kind of sounds like it, it it might be inside to a degree because like why would you want to like just put a blanket over it if it's outside? Like again, just close the, close the shutters. <laughs> I agree with you there. Um, but other than that, it felt outside. And the way I envisioned it is they're on the first floor, like it's a one floor yeah. house. And the, the way I envisioned it is you look at the window and like it's right there, like yeah. right up against the glass, almost yeah, see, looking reason, inside. I thought that the parents' room and the the the, the bedrooms and stuff. I don't know if it, it actually mentioned it or if I just like popped it in my head that there was a second floor. It doesn't mention it. Okay, that's a and safe assumption, that, though. That, that, yeah, yeah. And so, like, that would have made like when you that, interpreted it with the uh, the garden thing, that would have made a lot more sense. There's an upstairs and a downstairs, but the downstairs is a basement. Okay, so so there's only one floor, but there's a basement. Okay, then that yeah, that could have been. Made clearer. I, I, I think it would have been made a lot clearer if if you we'd gotten the part the part that you had mentioned in your previous version of it, where it's in the garden. Yeah, that would have cleared it all up. Yep. Because the whole time I was I was reading the angel statue slash killer on a rooftop segment, like just like because I know because those kind of those exist on, yeah. on some houses, where it's just like, so I'm like a little gargoyle. <laughs> I'm right up against the window. Can you see my bread? Oh, God. Except it was a gargoyle. I was like, it was a time of darkness. It was a world of fear. It was the age of angel statues. Da, 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 da. I don't know. Also, uh, the, the whole thing about, like, so the, we've talk, to kind of expand on what you guys were talking about with uh, asking permission for the, to go into the house, into the, uh, the bedroom. Um, did she check the parents' room for the cable TV and then ask permission? <laughs> like, she want like, because it's outside of the the parents' bedroom's window. Did she, like, go up there and like, oh, I'll go to the cable. It's like, oh, that's a creepy statue. Yeah, I'm going to go, I maybe I should ask first before going to the, uh, going in and, like, watching. Yeah, it sounds TV. like she walked in the room. And she's like, "Oh, I should call before I ask. I use their TV." Yeah. So she's standing in the room. But it wasn't. But it wasn't really. Sa- oh, oh, yeah. That would have been even creepier. Well, I think that probably could have been added, <laughs> like that detail of like her calling from the bedroom. Yeah. Are you saying that you don't like? Okay. That was- <laughs> I, I have account- a for this. I'm okay with having more details in a horror story, 
as long as, like, except when it comes to the monster. <laughs> you, have you been pre- preparing yes. that all week? <laughs> no, okay, so when came, I never even come up with that. It came to me while I was doing this one, too. Because, again, I've been, like, kind of back and forth, like, trying to figure out what I actually mean when I say yeah. that stuff, shit. So, like, you do need to have more information in a, in a horror story. Yes. But not around the monster, about the setting, the location, and places yeah. like that. That's what I've been trying to get at. I'm yeah. not. I'm not averse to details in a story. When it, uh, like, uh, and I'm also. I'm also not averse to some assumptions, but I also think that like the the less details you have of the monster, or at least the less less um, like gratuitous details you have of the monster, the more spooky it is because it lends itself more to imagination. To the point, okay. or to a point, because if. If you don't have enough details, then you can't visualize the monster. I, so, for example, in this, all we have is angel statue. So, yeah, because that's all the viewer. Oh, that's all the uh, the, uh, the our our character sees. Like, is it in a dark shadow? But then it's like we don't have a, a statue, yeah. and then the, the the statue was gone. So it's like it leaves. I think that when it um, when it comes to describing a monster. There is a fine line trying to figure out, like, because what kind of monster are you trying to portray? Are you trying to portray just a killer? Like, a, do you want to have a defined, like, slasher flick killer, like Jason or, like, Michael Myers? And even then, like, tall guy with a mask looks kind of like a, with a pale humanoid mask. That's all you need, really, for, yeah. for Michael Myers. Um, but with these, with this thing, like, okay, so this kid, like, is in a dark room, like, I'm assuming, in the, or, like, at least a, a very poorly lit, uh, room, because otherwise, how would you be able to see something from outside at night? Um, because it's right of, there, and well, being lit up by the room light. No, actually, when you turn on a light at night, you can't see outside. You can, it, it's very hard for you to see outside, whereas if you have the light, if the lights are off, you have a lot more visibility on the outside. You're not listening, though. I'm saying that the way I visualized it is, that window there, Yeah, it's it basically the no the um the angel statue has its nose almost touching the window. Okay, and it's so white. if you had the light on, that would be lit up. Nope. Okay. It's white. Hang on, white angel, which Hang reflects on. light. Hang on, and it's touching the window. <laughs> I can't. All right, all right. Here you go. <laughs> um. What I'm getting at is like, yeah, you might be able to see some of it, like by the window, if it's right at the fucking window. Although. I gotta ask a few more questions if you have a statue that's right at your window. Like that. Hence why she's calling and yeah. why she's disturbed by it. Because if it was a hundred feet away, she wouldn't even notice no, it. No, yeah, no. Again, because again, it, it's we're, we have to assume that it's at night. Like this whole this whole situation. Is it's at, after ten. Yeah, so it's dark. Yes. When you have a light on in the house, you don't see details outside because it's always black. You can if there's a street light. Yeah, but there's probably not a street light. Why not? How do you know? There's not enough detail. <laughs> Tonight, I'm going to put on a white mask and I'm going to stand by your back door there, your back window right. there. Okay. <laughs> well, let's do this. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's 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 prove this theory that we both have contradicting opinions on. Cuz like I I don't see why the light can't go and inch out the window. I, it, it probably like she probably will okay, if if it's if it's right at the window, she probably get some details. But generally, it's very hard to see something outside of a window because a light's on on the inside because of the glare on the, from the light. That's all I was getting at. It's like it, the light. I'm, I was always, the whole time I was reading that story. I was under the assumption that the bedroom was was not the light was not turned on in the bedroom. 
so that she could see something outside. Because it's so much e- it's much easier to see something outside. I know, you've that. said that a hundred times. Yeah. You don't need to keep repeating yourself. Okay, well... And, yeah. But the way... I'm just saying, the way you're saying it, it almost sounds like you're talking about it specifically in the situation where it's in the garden a hundred feet away. If it's a full yeah, moon... That is iffy, man. Like, it's still kind of iffy. Comment, and, uh, comment if, you, uh, if you agree or not, uh, based off of uh, our rambling... <laughs> Run around debate or slash argument. I don't even care anymore. You're wrong. All right. The next thing is the police found. Okay, and this is the part of the the police found the children and the babysitter slumped in the pool of their own blood within three minutes of the call. And my my confusion with that one was was it did they arrive at the house in three minutes or is that the time of the death that they clocked at the, the the deaths at? They arrived three minutes after the call, Damn, and fast. they were all dead. In pools of their own blood. Okay. So they died previously to that, probably as soon as she hung up the phone. Probably. But yeah, or the like, kids are already dead. Fast, like, even some of the comments were like, damn, that was just some fast police. They're in town. Yeah. It still takes like. With street lights. <laughs> that guy is the 50s. Oh, or wait, no, no this sorry, one, this, this is, one is not in the 50s. Yeah. But either way, yeah. if they're in town down the street from the police station. Yes, well, yeah, but I mean, still like. From, I don't know. Yeah, it really does depend on, like, where the, the police station is or if there's a patrol nearby kind of thing. Because of the urgency that the father had from the call, I would assume, hang up the phone, 911, immediately, that 911 emergency, then he'd be like, this this street address, murderer there, go. Like, yeah. hurry the fuck up, because he seems to know that shit's going on. Yeah, because in some of the other, um, uh, actually, I think in the actual horror, in the actual, um, in the actual crime in the 50s, um, the girl uh, was on the phone with the cops but didn't give a name or address. Like, no. Because she was, was she just, like, come quickly and then, bam, yeah. she gets hit. Exactly. And then it took, like, basically till like, the next, till like, later that night for when the, when the parents got home. The yeah, because home. they apparently didn't have uh, the facilities to trace the call at that hour. They did, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have the staff on. on yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was all through, like, boards and stuff. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's my notes until the end, until we actually get to the um, uh, final thoughts and recommendations. Alright, so I feel like this has been done more recently, just, or just too much. Yeah, it gets done a lot. <laughs> like uh, To the point where I read this, I was like, that was it. Like, uh, if maybe... I hadn't watched Doctor Who and those angels. God damn! Yeah, I know. I kept, I, I kept thinking of the weakness, weeping angels, but that, yeah, like, because that's essentially what we're dealing with. Yeah, like for this story, at least, uh, like for this iteration, it seems like it's not quite a person. Like it could be, a, it could be a killer. Just, but like, why is it dressed up as an angel statue? Like, mm-hmm. or, like costume? so it doesn't look like a guy in a ski mask. I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Um, but again, like with, with today's day and age with Doctor Who and so, like fans everywhere, a lot of people go straight to the Weeping Angels because that's mm-hmm. another scary monster <laughs> to toss into something. Yeah. So it's like, and it's, it was, there's no statue to be found. It's like, yeah, cause the angel could move on its own. <laughs> there was nobody left alive to, uh, to, to quantumly lock it in place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh. After I read some of the Wikipedia page, the the initial uh, thing about the person phoning and the person's already in the house, 
which is the basis of it. When yeah. I read that, I was like, that's not the same story. It isn't, but it's a different... But then when so I got yeah. down to the variations and found the yeah. variation, I was like, okay. Yeah. Now it makes sense. But the fact Pump that... doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Look at that a little bit. All right. Well, it's in the variations that it's been marked... Well, yeah, like it, it's evolved. Like the story has been developed into different like ways and stuff like that. But yeah. might as well talk about it now. It's to the point where like you're saying it's based on this urban legend just because it has a babysitter and a murder. That's all that they're basing it on. Everything else doesn't matter. The original thing is about the killer being in the house and tricking the babysitter into potentially killing her. Yeah. Or her getting away or whatever. But the fact of the matter is it's a dude in the house that's the murderer. That is what the basis of the original um, legend is. Yeah, That's not what the statue is. That's not what a hundred of the other variations are. The, all the, vari- all the va- variations just have two things in common. Someone dying yeah. and there being a babysitter present. That isn't enough to connect it to say that it's based on an urban legend. Well, I'm not saying it's uh, it's not it, it's based on it in that it was it was derived from event like at some point down the line it was derived from that point, like that was the source, and then it's a, it's, it's changed, changed so much it's not even the same thing though. That's kind of the, like well, yeah, no, it, it's still like uh, yeah, it's not the same thing exactly. Like, but it's there's two similarities. The core concept is the same: babysitter, babysitting a child, babysitter and death, killer kills them, or, like killers either in the house or. Near the house and breaks in and kills them. That's basically the same premise. I don't know. There's just so many variations that are vastly different that it doesn't seem like the same thing to me. Because okay. the killer could be outside. The killer could be um, not actually a person. It could be a person. It could be a person inside that mm-hmm. could be an actual person or not a person. Uh, they could all get away. They could all live. They could all die. There's like so many variations. It's I don't know. I don't know what to, how to react, man. Like I'm just saying, it it is it. It's based on babysitter and there being a creepy story around death and a babysitter, not on that specific urban legend. That's but that was the one that spawned that whole like core idea or that core concept or that trope in creepy stories. Like that's what I'm getting at. Is like yeah, it, I, it is the I understand of, that, but like, like it's not the on the Wikipedia page, it's saying like. This this urban legend, and then these are variations of that urban legend. Meanwhile, that urban legend should be a base of babysitter uh, horror stories. It should be a variation of babysitter horror stories, which is the base that everything is varied off of. That's my point. I mean, okay, yeah, I, I can see that, but like at the same time, it's like it's not like um, it, it, like it's like kind of it's kind of like a hereditation or like a hereditary like stuff like. You're you're not your dad, or you're not your grandfather. Like you have a lot more different experience than your grandfather, but you are rooted from your grandfather or from your dad. Like your dad is not you, you're not the same person. You have different experiences. So, in terms of like the retell, the story is, the the story started off in the '60s and was told over and over again. And it's like full, a telephone tag uh, to another for another analogy on that same thing. It's like things got changed, things get moved around. I understand. And, but that's like, not the, my the problem. The root of it was that story. So, like, that's why they mean when it's, when it's based on something. It's like a, a loose adaptation, or it's a loose baser. It's based on it, but it's not the same thing. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, the way that... I, I guess if I'm editing the Wikipedia article, it would be 
the 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 thing that you're searching for is babysitter related horror, and then I'd be like, oh well, babysitter related horror is about uh, a babysitter being at someone's house after the parents are gone, and then the the kids dying by various events. Here's the variations. First variation is the first one that actually happened, which is the babysitter and the man upstairs. Yeah. I, I know because sure there is... they're all connected better that way because all they're connected to is around death and babysitters. Yeah, it's just I'm uh, sure there's like something like that uh, on like a, a TV tropes kind of website or something yeah. like that or like know your meme kind of thing. I'm sure there's like a like babysitter mm-hmm. horror yeah. like genre thing. Like I'm sure they covered there. It's not that it's a direct copy of the thing. It is a copy and paste, but the copy and paste cycle, the way it works, is that it gets changed as each time it gets passed on. Yeah. I think the question is, at one point do you get so far removed from the initial core concept? Core concept that you become your own Yeah. Story. Like, yeah, like okay, I, I get I get That's I, why I'm saying that they're so varied. varied. Yeah. I I just like I, I, the only well the reason I brought up the, the urban legend in the first place was because like we've been doing a lot of creep bosses based on urban legends lately and I figured I should bring up the urban legend that spawned this whole genre or this whole like type of story. See, saying it like that, that's fine. All right, continuing on. Yeah. After reading about, well, reading this and a bit about the whole urban legend stuff, I was trying to think of stuff like, well, how is this connected? And theoretically, you could loosely connect something based on just the phone call to, to a parent. And thinking that line of reasoning, there's a short film that comes to mind that the review cultist knows, because we watched it that one day, called Don't Look Away. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Do you want to go into that one, then? Uh, Well, a little little bit. Yeah. So, basically... Uh, there's this girl in her room getting pretty and whatnot, and then she looks outside, and there's this being there, just or a guy there just standing. With a weird, like, thing over his head, right? Yeah, with a, a weird sort of mesh over his head, and he's wearing a, a sort of decrepit suit and whatnot, and she ends up either getting a phone call from her parents or phoning her parents, and she says, um, there's a guy outside the window, and, like... Don't look away from it. I'll be there right away. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sort of that... In, that came to mind because it's sort of the same scenario. It's like, okay, get out of there. Or <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a different... Like, you were bringing up with the like the babysitter thing is a different... Is, like, the same concept, but a different, like, story. This one is basically taking another aspect of that idea, like the phone call thing, and, like, being told to do something, and they'll be right there. It's the same kind of... Like, that one concept is taken and made into an, uh, another story. Yeah. Let's flip around backwards, technically, because yeah. Yeah. in the statue, it's the phone call is run right now. Yeah. And yeah. that, it's don't move at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that one's uh-huh. playing more on that, like, whole quantum locked thing. Like, uh, yeah. Because, again, uh, I keep saying it, but, like, uh, I guess we should have some context. The Weeping Angels in Doctor Who are quantum... They call them quantumly locked in that... It's like the booze from, uh, from Mario. If you see or SCP or S or, or the SCP guy, if you if you watch if or if you watch them, um, and I think with the, this case you can also blink and uh, maybe not the Weeping Angels, but with the that one creature, you, as long as you just keep like in that direction and watching it, 
um, it can't move. But as soon mm-hmm. as you turn away, it's suddenly right behind you. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. It's like quantumly teleport. It, it's able to like teleport or move really like super like inhumanly fast or supernaturally fast. Um, but is only if it's not being observed. It's like the mm-hmm. uh, observer effect or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a mechanic that's been popularized now because of Doctor Who's Weeping Angels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just the that little thing, which was sort of the, the parents almost acting the exact same way. It's like, oh, we don't have that, or oh, crap. Uh, yeah, like the, the parent knows something. <laughs> yeah, so that was my main thoughts. All right. Actually, I have nothing left in regards to the statue, but I have a couple things to say about the urban legend. So, uh, first of all, I'm not 100% sure how the kid didn't get caught in the actual crime. I know it's the shitty 50s. Legal, shitty legal system. I know it's the 50s, So, but like, you figured they'd be able to find some kind of forensic evidence. Maybe the kid... Well, I mean, forensics I is yeah. more modern. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, again, I, I don't know like, the tech level back then. I think even in the 50s, I don't think they had DNA testing that no. much. So like yeah that was the other, that was the other thing like also like yeah they they used lie detectors yeah and like they've proven that lie detectors aren't like all that great as long as you no. have the right composure and the right like attitude and like heartbeat like it's all about your heart rate and stuff yeah. like that so mm-hmm. um yeah the again it's just kind of a shitty situation of reality it's like imperfect or like imperfect um, justice system so we got away with it yeah and then my only other note is in regards to the title of the legend so. The legend itself is called The Babysitter and the Man Upstairs. Yeah. And it's based on a an actual crime that happened in the 50s where there was no man upstairs at all. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> uh, for me, I think that was, like, they used that as, the, that was the the originating point. Like, that was the originating crime that, like, spread probably in the news and such. And then in the 60s, the yeah. kids, started, kids started telling people about, like, that basically started telling the story that was similar, like based off of that initial story, but again, elaborated on it, yeah. changed yeah. the formula a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, like the the story started off as one thing and then has evolved into something completely different. Like we're not, it's no longer even like again, like it, especially it jumped media or it jumped semi um, uh, literary like fiction by jumping from urban legend to creepypasta. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was even just weird, like reading the statue. Then, okay, babysitter, kids, statue, potential death, run, you're dead. And then I go to read the um, urban legend, and it's about a dude in the house already. Like, that much is so much different already. So I was confused right from the get-go. So it was kind of weird. What if, and this is not explained... Of course. The person that did it carries an angel statue. Mm-hmm. He put it in the window, mm-hmm. and then okay. he went and killed the kids who were sound asleep. And then, when the babysitter phoned, she saw the statue and was like, uh, "I don't know what this is." And then the parents said, "Go get the kids and get out of there." But he's waiting in the in kids' the room or yeah. in the hall. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Cause and also, the way you put that, too, that's another way to actually visualize the statue. Even if it is a two-floor uh, building, because it does say upstairs, downstairs. Yeah. Um, even if it is second floor, it could be on the windowsill. That's, yo, yeah, that's true. Like, whoa. 
<laughs> Hence why. So you it's would... actually yeah, because I keep envisioning this life size thing. But yeah, what if it's just like a small, like a like, yeah. like a foot size, like or even like smaller. Yeah, just something small enough to fit on like a windowsill. Like, yeah, that would be. It's almost like the the, the killer's calling card slash yeah. like yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Kind of like, like it, it's like the Wet Bandits, yeah, kind of, <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> a little darker, but yeah, yeah, we all obviously. Um, yeah. Or it's like the actually there was a fuck, there was a movie. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched the show Millennium. No, but there was a um, an episode where they were talking about um, uh, there was something like devils talking to like to one another about like past like in, like kills and stuff like that. Or past like sins and stuff like that, and they one guy like one devil tra- uh, like led this guy to like kill a bunch of people and stuff like that, based on a f- like he was like a fan of another murderer who like had a calling card that was basically a devil bobblehead, <laughs> and he got caught and was put to prison. When he was in prison, um, turned out that uh, like he looked over and like the devil bobbing head was there like on the on the uh, on the bedside table. And then it turned out that his bunk was... He was sharing the same cell with the guy... With his favorite murderer, and then the guy killed him. Yeah. Um, either that or it was, like, in a hotel or something like that. And, like, basically, the, he got... The murderer got murdered by his favorite murderer. Um, but, yeah, like, again, it was like he... Uh, the, the, that killer would leave... Would have the bobblehead pop up, and then kill their, his victim. Like, just to kind of give, like, almost like a calling card or, like, a... Mm-hmm. Kind of a preview of, like, oh, like, oh, shit, he's already there. Or, like, some kind of, like, tease. It's like... I'm coming to kill you, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it could be the same thing with the angel statue in mm-hmm. this regard. Yeah, it'd be nice if, like, again, just like with any short story, it'd be nice if it was elaborated on. Yeah. If they elaborated it on to the point that they looked through the house and there was extra footprints in the house, in the kids' room and everything, yeah. then that would help to show that, yeah, there was a second guy in there. It wasn't just the statue or whatever. Yeah, because, I mean... Again, it could go either way. Either it was like the statue itself is the entity, or it's a killer that's using a statue, or yeah. posing as a statue. I think the clown one makes a lot more sense to me, but that's just because I kind of like the small statue idea. The, 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 that part, I mean, I mean, like in terms of costuming as a cl- as a statue, because I think the clown is a lot easier to, to costume as than an angel. Yeah, <laughs> but then or, and, and to be like, sorry, just to, not to cut you off, but like just to, to be. Um, to put this, like freeze frame and then pose as a statue is I feel is a lot easier if you're unless you're like completely spray painted like yeah it's like so, the living statue people yeah exactly and actually do that oh, it's just one of them as a murderer <laughs> shit that that just up to the creepiness factor because it would it pays on like how, just how uncanny valley those guys are yeah exactly do those exist in like North America or is it, is that like strictly a European thing I don't know to be honest probably. They're probably everywhere. Oh no, yeah, that's true. Because like, um, there's a whole mime school in like in uh, in San Francisco. I just realized, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's other places, but like, yeah, mimes are everywhere. Because um, that's where the uh, the band uh, uh, Steam Power Giraffe uh, came out of. They they graduated from that school, mm-hmm. and then decided to do their cool, creepy, like robot animatronic band. <laughs> yeah, using their uh, techniques. Anyway, sorry. Um, final thoughts, I guess, then, and recommendations. The story, the, the well, <laughs> you're going to hate this then, I guess. The story is practically age-old at this point, um, from the urban legend that passed from person to person since the 60s, and probably even before that, like, with iterations before, like, they pinpointed at the 50s, but, like, people, on, actually, I don't know if you saw in the comments and stuff that were, like, saying, like, this story, this, like, idea of, like, this, of, again, like, a babysitter, somebody looking after kids, and, like, the, the killer was already there, or, like, the killer was... Getting at them, 
probably a long, a little bit older, even older than that, than the fifties, mm-hmm. and even older than like the pro- the story's been probably around even before that killing. It's just that killing kind of sparked the sparked the, the more modern version of it, or the more modern interpretation of it. Um, the, and this whole like the story itself, like the the story of the statue, the, the or the angel statue, is just a simp- is just another version of this story or uh, iteration of this concept. Does this version hold up though? Um, maybe like I could see myself like telling uh, like like down like like back in uh, like a ways back, maybe like my t- my early teens or something like that. Telling somebody at a campfire, or like telling somebody in like a passing like dialogue, or like or that we just want like when we're just telling spooky stories, like while we're walking around at night and shit, telling them about these kind of stories and stuff like that. But other than that, that's basically about it. Like, I think if this was to get revamped, like this the story that as it is on creepos.wiki, um, a lot more information and details regarding the to build help build up the visuals and to flesh out the atmosphere um, of the circumstances building up to the point where the uh, find uh, that the angel statue isn't supposed to be there and then the killer drops. Um, otherwise, it's just a simple retelling of another classic urban legend to me, anyway. So that's my recommendations. I, I tangentially recommend it, but. I feel like it could use a really good re- it could use a revamp, uh, like some fleshing out of the details and such. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my recommendation is tentative, like it sort of like yours, where yeah. uh, it's a short enough that you don't really lose anything by reading it. Yeah, and uh, it does sort of have a little bit of creepy factor but then it's been done to death so watch don't look away instead yes actually i I would definitely agree with that oh my turn yep um eh meh are kind of the the responses i get from this because like yeah it's like what you said it's short it doesn't take a lot of your time but what's the point of reading it when it doesn't do anything new yeah the the only new things it does are the things we talked about, which are only possibilities of what happened in there because nothing is flushed out. Yeah. If it was longer to the point that there, they say that there is a, a short angel statue on your bedroom windowsill... And it's really kind of creepy. Outside I, the window. Can, it, can I open up the window and cover it up or close the blinds? Yeah. And then we don't have anything, and then she hears a rustling in the, be- in the kid's uh, bedroom... You just go, oh, shit, I gotta go get them, and she dies, and they're all dead. Yeah. That's more flesh out, and you understand what's going on. You have a better visual of everything, and it's more enjoyable. But as yeah. it is, it needs to be doubled or tripled in length. Yeah. Like, if you're making a story short on purpose for the the reasoning of people just to talk about it, I don't agree with that methodology. Well, it's... I'd rather read or write a proper flesh out story that gives everyone a proper visualization and can yeah. enjoy it. Well, that... No, and that's definitely a valid opinion. Um, but there is that, like, that niche group of people out there that do like to have speculative, like, short fiction. And not even speculative short fiction in that, like, speculative, like, the genre where, like, you, uh, wonder something and then flush that all out. More or less, like, I just want to put, I have this one idea, I don't really have a whole lot of, I don't really, at the time, you don't know what you want to do, but this one idea that you want to, like, put down on paper, um, you think is really interesting, and so you put it out, and then... It's 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 become its own little niche genre, even in creepypasta and, and internet short fiction, is that it's micropastas. They're really just there, 
as like thinking pieces or like as creepy little thinking pieces. Like I guess, but and like, but, like again, if you're passionate enough about a certain aspect of a story, why not write an actual story? I'm not saying write a novel. Yeah. But write a few paragraphs down if you're that passionate enough that you want to actually post it online. I, 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 it's just weird. My recommendation is eh or meh or meh. <laughs> All right, no, fair enough. Whatever point uh, situation you want to uh, set those up as, go ahead. But yes. <laughs> well, if you like what you heard and if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below. Tell us what you think. If you are kind of raging against us for like our opinions or if you want to know or if you have your own um, opinion please voice them on our in our comment section wherever this gets posted whether it be on Kiwi6 Facebook YouTube Tumblr you can also let us know um, what you think on Twitter uh, Mikey's at the East Ends for Evil and I'm at Review Cultist Gamer in Yellow is on Xbox Live but without the uh, at the Gamer in Yellow but without the W because well Microsoft hates them uh, you can also leave us emails. Go to aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like to discuss on the show. And if you'd like to check out the title cards for each episode, go to crazonstudios.tumblr.com or the YouTube channel, aldente rigamortis, where you can check out the video portions for each episode. Uh, and if you'd like to help support the show, you can um, spread the word, um, leave us ratings and reviews on streaming sites like iTunes, um, lets us know how we're doing and helps us spread. And you can also uh, check out Patreon. Go to Aldente Rigamortis on Patreon and look up and check out the back or two you'd like to support us at. We have behind the scenes content, extra episodes, special episodes, and early access, uh, such as Aldente Reloaded and Aldente Revelations by our gamer Niello and Mikey, the East Ends Freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One being um, at the $5 tier, which is uh, Reloaded, where Mikey and I reload old pastas. That we didn't get a say in in ADR's past. And also Al Dente Revelations at the $2 tier, uh, where Mikey and I actually go back to those old episodes in ADR's past and see if we agree, disagree, or possibly have a revelation. So, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Al Dente Mortis. Sleep well.